Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a show with the three things that we love most? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to a Yim Tobin Okay, so what? So what? <laughs> First time we watched Love, Death, and Robots, right? Uh-huh. We did that on like a regular show, right? Yes. Then we watched season two, and that was like a Patreon thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a paid zeitgeist thing. Yeah, and now we're watching season three, and it's in a different format. It's in a different place now. <laughs> I was thinking about this exact thing today. <laughs> I was like, we're just keeping it fresh here at Yumtope. I mean, it's an anthology series, and we keep it in a different place every single time. You got to move it around or it gets stale. So, yeah, we did for this interlude, Love, Death, and Robots, a season three. A season three. Okay. 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 Season as a whole. Yeah. Where do we put it? See, every time I watch a season, I'm always like, this is the best one yet. But I don't know if it's because they're always so fresh in my mind. Okay. So I'm going back to season two right now. Uh-huh. I mean, I'll tell you right now, season two is my bottom. Really? Like, hands down. Oh, yeah, hands oh, down. Oh, I loved season two. I remember at the ending of that one, I was like, damn. I mean, season two is... I mean, there's some good ones. But season one, though, man. Season one, though, it was classic. I mean, you can't you can't beat some of the greats in season one. But, man, I was tempted to say season three is, like, my top season, man. It is I still like cold this and solid. It is good. There is, like, one down one in this, maybe, for me. Okay. But I feel like Down is like, I didn't like it, but there's none that I didn't like in this one. Yeah, there's none that I was like, I hated that. Like, these are all, it's a decent smattering this time around. Yeah, there's no, uh, there's no Icebox ones this time. (laughs) I like the Icebox one. Icebox one, man. Or Fish Nights. Fish Nights, all right. I love Fish Night. Fish Nights, all right. There's no Zima Blue. I mean, Zima Blue kind of sucks too, man. Yeah, that one was a downer. Yeah, I'm not into that one. And I wanted to be so bad. And I feel like that's the same kind of thing I have this season. There's one that, like, I wanted to love. Okay. And I was just like, eh, okay. <laughs> I see you, like, trying to pick apart my clues that I'm leaving. You're like, oh, my God, I yeah. think I know. Oh, wait, maybe I don't know. I know. I've got the episode list up over here just looking around. So yeah, let's, me too. Let's just hop into it, I think, right? Did we did we say what we're talking about? It's Love, Death, and Robots season three. Season three. Okay, so. Season three, baby. This is my top one. Is this your top season? I'm going to say yes. It's good, man. Like I think just every season is my top season after I watch it. Well, like I'm just constantly impressed by what this show does. I think this one for like percentage of just awesome to the overall, yeah. this one's hands down the best one. Yeah, for I sure. Mean, the rest, like there's good ones, but it's like the few great ones and then like goods and stuff. But it's like all pretty great, man. It's a good one. Yeah. Can we agree though that like the shorter seasons work best for this show? Yes. I I don't want 18 ever again. No, I don't want that No, season many. one had 18. I'm like, that's too many. Season yeah, that was two, they had eight. So yeah, that was at eight, yeah. nine for this season. That's absolutely 
the right length. That's where they need to live. Yeah, this is perfect. It took me like two days, maybe three. I think I did it in two days. I did like a couple and then was just like, I can't stop and just blah, 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 <laughs> ate it. You know? Yeah, like the watch time for it was only two hours. So it's easy to just knock it out in a sitting. Yeah, it's not bad. Okay, I got one more thing about this season. And you tell me if you agree. Okay. Hands down, this season, by far, the most gruesome and yes. bloody <laughs> and gorific, man. I was like, yeah, I audibly said, God damn, like so many fucking times. Same. Like, I, I can't handle watching these like in a normal setting i have to be like standing and i have to be talking the whole time like it's yeah i i'm talking to the tv constantly during these okay i'm gonna crack this oh yeah oh, 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 spray back i did it so close to my face and it was just like <laughs> just like got me okay so again with these like kind of first ofs all this stuff the first episode of this season yes is the only one to really ever call back right yeah i think so and this, this one is a fucking almost sequel to yeah. a previous one yeah absolutely a sequel to i think episode one of season one it's the three robots again yeah and i mean i fucking love these guys i love these guys but this one was not that first one for me really i loved this one no, I mean, I like this one, but it is not that first one with them. Like, that first one with them was solid. I mean, yes. Like, him, like, getting the eyeball and then the one doing the dance and stuff. Like, <laughs> I just love how it's so, like, pointedly anti-capitalism. It's like, humans are ruining the earth and here is what's going to happen yeah. after we're all dead. Like, it's not, it's not beating around the bush. It's oh, getting yeah. right to the point. Like, you're going to die here on earth because of the way you're treating the planet so this is what's going to happen and what i find so much more funny is the fact that they're not like discussing it in some grand way they're just like well yeah i mean they were dumb they did that that's why we don't yeah. do that like humans stupid because that one's like i'll take my eye on charge battery any day than having to masticate food and stuff you know yeah but this one was really good i found the ending weird remind me what happened at the end so they find out <laughs> because oh yeah <laughs> because they get to like progressively richer places that were hiding from the stuff yes and they're like oh yeah the like rich of the rich just went to mars uh-huh and they're like i wonder if they made it and then it's just the cats <laughs> from the first one and they're all like what'd you expect fucking rich people like elon musk yeah and i <laughs> did I too it. and i did i was like I wonder, I wonder how they're gonna animate him like are they gonna make him look stupid what are they gonna do <laughs> And it's this cat, and he directly is like, ah, I gotcha. Yeah, the cat is voiced by Chris Parnell, which I'm like, perfect. Great choice. I just think this series of robots is so smart. They're just, yeah, they're witty. Like, it's every single thing they say is a joke, and I'm laughing, and it's it hits, you know? There's never a dull moment with these guys. No, yeah, these guys are awesome. I loved all the, the like, places that they went. Like, there's people that just lived on, like, an oil rig and stuff. And yeah, just all, like, I was like, died in the a... sun and stuff. Like, <sighs> yeah, I, I see. You can kind of like think through some of it though, because they go to like the oh, people yeah. who are like the preppers, and they ended up kind of killing each other and shit. And then they go to the people that are the rich people on the oil rig, and yeah, then they get to the rich of the rich, and they go in there and they're like, oh, what did they eat? So they called it extreme democracy, and they fucking oh, yeah, voted on the who dude to in eat. there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I they they take the satire of 
capitalism is going to cause the end of the earth and they push it to a believable limit they're like this is yeah. how it's gonna go yeah and i'm like yeah I, I buy that i love these dudes and does this not make them like the face of the show Since i kind of think it does yeah like they've been in two because i mean the little robot you kind of see him in advertising for the show in the very little advertising i yeah. guess that i've seen yeah i mean he's a dope little robot man he is i love him so okay we both agree phenomenal keep these guys in subsequent seasons right yes please i want to see more three robots this is like the one that we keep yeah for I'm sure i'm trying to think like what else would i have ever kept i would love to see what happened with the yogurt after they took over the earth and left oh my god <laughs> i'm trying to think of what i would want to see would you want to follow up to the very first guys like the the woman in the oh, big machine who kills sunny's thing i yeah. i i just like retold that to somebody today because it's still like the best one yeah uh no not really like that twist hits so good and it ends in the perfect spot like i don't i don't want anything else from that i feel so yeah. complete with that one you know that was solid that was too good i wouldn't mind to follow up to pop squad but that one also ended nicely oh that would be a good one actually you know what i want one for hmm. i think i want to follow up to let me find the name of it again. What about Snow in the Desert? Those two immortal people? See, I didn't really like that one. I thought it was all that right. That one like, resonated with me. I don't know. I want more of the, yes, Good Hunting. The one with the the robotic fox lady. Oh, yeah. Oh, that I was would, a good one. I would like to watch her kill more people. Man, that was, that was season one all the way back when. Yeah, that's a long time ago. I gotta no, rewatch this show, man. Actually, every season, I... I'm kind of waiting for it to happen again. I keep thinking we're going to get something from beyond the Aquila rift with the spider oh lady thing. God. Like, I would yeah. love to see another one of those. There's a lot of like space Marine type expeditions in love, death and robots. Oh yeah. So, all right. We love those dudes. They're phenomenal. Then we go to me and Taylor. We're sitting there like, what the fuck is this season? <laughs> so this is bad traveling okay this next episode yeah and my god the things i did not expect from this one i know so you know who directed this one right uh no good old david fincher i was gonna ask if you saw his name like a thousand times during yeah. this season they were like so excited about him they were like this man is involved <laughs> yeah he's actually apparently one of the creators of the entire series yeah he's one of like the initial funders i guess yeah and i didn't know that all this is kind of adapted from heavy metal heavy metal is it a movie yeah the movie with the booby lady and all the rock and roll stuff okay <laughs> i'll show you the cover real quick and you're gonna be like oh yeah that movie that you like that i am not that intrigued by <laughs> uh this one right here oh yeah the movie that you like that i'm not into yeah uh well so that's a magazine and most of the stories from that were in that magazine and they're just little okay. short one-off things and i guess huh. they kind of took the idea of the short one-off thing but made all of this shit with it okay because usually heavy metal is i guess it is about robots a lot actually hmm. and love and death yeah there's one thing from heavy metal that i think you'd like and it's the cover one like that's the okay. best one i mean the rest of them are fucking weird but you know, a staple of Love, Death, and Robots is that they always got famous people in the episodes and stuff. Yes. I didn't even pick out who was in this one. It was Troy Baker. Yeah, it's your dude. 
Yeah, I didn't even pick him up because I think I was too worried about this crab thing. <laughs> I was like on edge. Yeah, about this, this fucking crab, was crab thing. Up, dude. Like I, I don't like. I did not enjoy my time with the crab. It was a very, very good episode, but I wanted to get away from the crab very fast. Yeah, this is one of the first ones that that seemed to be a big theme this season. Some type of entity worming its way into a corpse and making it talk to you yes that fucked me up the first time he did that i was like ew it's <laughs> gross so like in this one it's cool because i guess you really get a sense of how long they've been on the boat because the corpse that it's using has rotted every time he goes back for a conversation yeah it was a very effective plot telling device and then i thought Wow, what a smart dude, because he, like, found out who did the two exes when they voted for the thing, and I didn't even yeah. think at all that they all did it. I thought that they would. Like, I I thought that in my mind, just because the way everyone was, like, on edge after he was like, yeah, I know who the traitors are. And everyone was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, smart man to uh, turn the whole crew against each other like that. I'm so happy that he got rid of this thing, or at least I hope this thing died in there. I don't know if it did because, I mean, I guess it would cook probably, but the crab, like, so the the whole thing when he's like cornered the crab down in the, the hull of the ship and yeah. all those little fucking babies are down there really gross skittering around and shit. Yeah. That gave me like the ick. I saw those and <clears throat> like an extinction event of the human species <laughs> flash before my mind because yeah. this crab eats like a corpse a day a couple of corpses a day yeah sometimes. like a lot and there's like 500 little babies down there now it's like oh this is the end of earth so that that messed with me um, so did you watch it with subtitles yeah of course okay did you notice how many times the word squelching was used so in this season? So much squelching. And this word, I noticed it in a later episode, but I wonder if they used it here. But you know what word I really don't like? Chittering. Chittering. <laughs> like the idea of what chittering is when they use that shit. And it's just like the tiny legs of a bunch of stuff because it's... I remember seeing it specifically in a different episode. Yeah. But I know that all those baby crabs had to have been chattering men. And I hate I'm that shit. Sure they were. I fucking hate it. But this one, I thought this one was animated so good. Yeah, I liked it. This one was maybe one of my tops like of all time. This was a good one. It like, reminded me of <clears throat> um, a few video games. Like the, the style of it kind of felt in the vein of Disco Elysium almost just the vibe of it kind of. And the whole plot line even reminded me a little bit of the curse of the Obra Dinn. Okay. Yeah. Overall, this is just another, another solid one. This was Um, solid. Yeah. So I got a little confused about the whole voting thing though, because so they were like, he was like, vote an X if you want to, listen to the creature and take it away to a place where we can just drop it off and forget about it or write an O if you don't want to listen to the creature and then we'll do what? What was the plan supposed to be? Okay. So you got those reversed. The X was to take it to the town it wanted to go to and just let it feast on all the people. Yeah. And then the circle was, he doesn't know what Island we're really going to. So we'll just go leave him somewhere. Okay. But everybody voted, take him where he wants to go and let him just murder people. Yeah, okay. And See, that I... pissed him off because he was like, you're willingly going to let this thing 
have the babies and cause that extinction event that you just yeah. discussed. Like, I was, we should not do that. I was almost under the impression because he was the guy who was voted to, like, go down and talk to the crab. I yeah. say voted. He was kind of forced to do that. I thought that he might be on the side of the crab now and not on the side of the people. So he was going to take the crab to the Bad Island. And I was like, if everybody voted to go to the Bad Island, why don't we just send him there? <laughs> but alas, no, yeah, I just they got all, confused. Yeah, they all voted for him to do what he wanted. Okay. And he was like, no. All right. Uh, you didn't see what I saw. <laughs> like, ooh, this thing's intense. Yeah. yeah, but the ending of it, though, was very cool when he, like, smashes the barrels of oil. I didn't understand his line because the, the crab was like, shell protect, no fire. And the guy was like, it's oh, not no. for you. No, he thought the crab thought he was going to shoot at him with the pistol. So he's like, what's oh. what's your pistol going to do? I have a shell. And he's like, it's not for you. It's for the barrels. Okay. And then he was like, oh, I'm dying. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> I love yeah, this okay. one, man. It was so good. I, it was very good. It's top for me. Do you uh, want to give ratings to these as we go? I mean, we can. Are we just rating the entire season? I mean, for me, the season's straight up 10. I mean, yeah, 10. I think they're always 10 out of 10 for me, it's honestly. I mean, if we go, like, numbers, for th- this is a 10 for me. Three robots, like an 8. Like, it was funny, but, like, it wasn't changed by that one by the end. I give three robots a 10 just because I love them. I yeah. love the little kitty. <laughs> and of course eat the rich that's you gotta love shit when they're themed like that yeah um bad traveling i give it i give it an eight out of ten because i got confused in the plot there but okay i mean overall good story i mean i think if i didn't have the subtitles on i might have too because this one's like extra quiet yeah and stuff and they're like uh, well, we can't talk loud. There's a fucking crab next door. So, like, I guess it works for the thing. But, like, I don't know that I would have been able to hear it very well had I not been reading it. Yeah. Then we go to what is one of the most strikingly animated ones in the whole fucking yes. season. The very pulse of the machine. Yeah. So this one opened and I was like, oh, I love this. This is pretty. And this is one of my bottom ones. The story was weird, right? <laughs> okay, like, th- this was my Zima Blue. I loved yeah. how it looked. I wanted it to be the most amazing thing ever. Yeah. And I'm, okay, so you're not going to be mad at me. I fell asleep in this one. I can't blame you. And I just asked Taylor, how's that one end? And it's like, I know how it ends, but I'm like, it doesn't make me feel better. <laughs> like, no, eh, I, I got fine. lost in the sauce with this one. Like, so... <laughs> I liked the beginning of it. It was very interesting. You know, they're on the the moon of Jupiter. They're on Io and they are roving around trying to like collect minerals or whatever. And they have this horrible rover accident and one of the women dies. The other one has to like hook up her oxygen to her friend's oxygen to to steal it. Yeah. It started out so strong because she's in pain because she's broken her arm. So she's like, I'm just going to take morphine because if I'm going to die, I better die high. And so she injects the morphine and then she starts hearing her dead friend's voice. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then she has to like, she has to carry the corpse of her friend on this like makeshift uh, like sled because she has to keep the oxygen tank connected so that she can, you know, survive. Yeah. Um, But her friend's helmet is all fucking busted out and her eyeball is gone. Yeah, (laughs) that shit was wild, dude. So I love the solution. I'm just going to pack your head full of sand so I don't have to look at your face. (laughs) 
But yeah, like the whole thing where her friend starts talking to her and she had to turn around and like dust off her helmet. Like, okay, you're still dead. Just checking. Had to be sure. I was like, okay, this is going to be good. And then it just kind of like dissolves from there. Like I I guess that's the point because you're just going down the morphine sauce with her, you know, like guess. Yeah. Cause I mean, so she takes the morphine to numb the pain and then she realizes like, Oh fuck, I'm moving way too slow. I have to get back to the station. So then she fucking amps up on amphetamines and is doubling down on her hallucination problem. But yeah, that's kind of as far as my conscious went into this one. Yeah. I mean, I guess I think it was all just mind games from there. Like I don't know if the ending really happens where like she assimilates into the moon or something. I feel like that's all just her, her mind playing up some stuff with her. I bet she just fell over in the sand and just died. Yeah, probably just died high on the moons of Jupiter. Pretty much. I mean, at the end, like you hear her actual voice reporting back to the earth station. So I was like, is it real? Is it fake? Does she become the moon? (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. This, uh, I mean, I'm giving it a five for the animation. Yeah. But since I don't understand it and it didn't really capture me, that's yeah. Just a five. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to go with six. I just love how this fucking looks. I love how it looks. See, I was going to say 10 out of 10 for animation, 4 out of 10 for story. Because I liked when it started. Totally with it. Fucking weird. Yeah, I didn't didn't care for this one very much. Yeah. It was fine. Now, then we get to what I was guessing was probably one of your favorite ones. Oh, it is my favorite Love, Death, and Robots piece of all. All time. The whole series. This one takes the fucking cake. I knew it. That's why I grabbed this screenshot because I was like, this is just all of her zombie games tied up in a short, man. Like, yes. I I have an obsession, one, with zombies, of course. Everybody knows this. Yeah. The concept of the physical manifestation of death yeah. shuffling towards you constantly. I love that. My second obsession, miniatures. How could you not love the tiny, tiny, the oh night God. of the mini dead. I, night of the mini dead. This one felt like it was about 90 seconds long. And I laughed oh, yeah. so hard the whole time. The entire time I was laughing my fucking head off. My cats came in like, are you good? Because <laughs> I'm just sitting there like shrieking with laughter at this thing. Yeah. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my whole life. Like that's the hardest I've laughed all year. So 11 out of 10. Oh, yeah. 15 out of 10. It was perfection. I could not have asked for more out of this one. This is my other semi-down one. Not because I didn't like it. There's nothing that special. I thought it was fine. Like, I was hoping we were going to, like, pull out. And it's like, because it was all miniatures. So I was like, okay, is there somebody watching over this? And they were all like, see, that's what happens when you fuck around. And you, like, start a (laughs) song. Like... I thought we were going to like pull out from this, but it was just a miniature outbreak. And I was like, oh, okay. So it gave me, I guess, kind of like the icebox vibes. Yeah. So the thing that I liked about it. But I didn't get Eric is... Foreman outside. <laughs> okay. So the way that it's shot is kind of like in, um, what do they call that style? Tilt shift. Where yeah. you can kind of see it's, it, everything looks miniature. Like you're zoomed way the fuck back and there's these tiny, tiny things happening on the ground and everything is sped up and they're all fast and talking in high pitched voices. Yeah. So it felt to me like we were some kind of 
otherworldly being just observing Earth as this happens. Like we're just some alien watching it. Yeah. And then at the end, when it like zooms all the way back after, you know, the fucking president launches all the nukes to destroy Earth. Yeah. Which those penguins made me oh, yeah. <laughs> laugh so hard I almost threw up. No, but so like when you when you they finally like zoom back to the the very edges of the galaxy, you just see the earth like tiny tiny and then it fucking explodes and it goes and it just and farts. Like, That's perfection. Yeah. I love that. Like this one <laughs> the was best. all goofy. Yes. This 100%. one was just goof. It started so perfectly too. So like when it first started, it's just this like couple that pulls up in an old car to a cemetery and they, they just start like fucking. Yeah. It's like, what are we watching? I've that made me laugh just like <laughs> That shit was cracking me up, man. Uh, I I was so confused in the beginning. And then he like climbs up on top of the statue and falls over. And then the church spire falls down on top of him. And then yeah. the, it, like the whole event starts from there. And it went from confusion to laughter to just a, a constant stream of laughing so hard. I thought I was going to pass out. I mean, we this were just like. This is my favorite thing I've ever seen. I mean like you said i mean i think it's really like a four to five minute short but it feels like 20 seconds yeah and look it at happens Wikipedia, so fast it's, it says it's seven minutes long i refuse to believe it was seven minutes that's I gotta be with, died after laughing for seven straight minutes three minutes of credits on either side of it then maybe it's so it is so bite-sized yeah i mean this is like the perfect love death and robots like miniature one Yes. Like, this is the good one for that. This was good. It's not my my top. I mean, I did <laughs> like it, though. Yeah. I mean, the very pulse of the machine is just whatever. Yeah. This one was still good, and I was like, all right, that's funny. So that one was good. I knew it would be your favorite. So Of course. But this is your favorite out of, like, everything? Everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Okay. I'm still waiting for Sunny to be dethroned for me but i just don't know what can it's yeah that one's so good all right so then we go to kill team kill (laughs) and this is when we kind of start the whole graphic violence oh yeah this one this one didn't let off of the goof a little bit yet either because it was still like yeah just a little too goofy for what was going on yeah the beginning when the dude is like peeing for three straight minutes and you're just watching his limp oh, no. dick flail around that's a penis <laughs> <laughs> taylor was on her phone and goes what oh that's a penis and i was like that's yeah i know what i feel like this isn't the first penis we've seen in love death and robots though i think it is i, I feel like we've seen i think it was um there was like an episode about bats or something like vampires do you remember that one? Yes. It was also ultra graphic. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we saw at least one dick in that one. I'll go back and look for the dick. Okay. I'll give you a rating just so you know where I'm at on this because I did like this one, of course. Okay. But it's like an eight. I mean, it was just like a fun time. I, yeah. There was nothing special about this one. It was just I would fun. give this one like a six and a half. I, it was, I liked the animation for it. The story didn't draw me in. It was, because well, like I said, it didn't quite let go of the goof yet from Night of the... Yeah mini dead because it's all like that's a honey badger he don't give a fuck and i was like oh yeah. honey badgers don't give a fuck and <laughs> the I dialect a this one was a little painful for me <laughs> i loved it man like that's what that's pretty much the only thing i liked about this one was that it was that very stupid immature man one-liner shit yeah and and i watched it going like that was accurate 
Like okay. <laughs> I, I, I can see that being a thing. And then Taylor was all like, "Why, why, what?" Yeah. At, this one's for the boys. <laughs> do 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 you know the part I'm talking about? Because this one guy says one thing, and I laughed. And then she goes, "Why? That was what? Why?" I don't remember. Seth Green gets his leg bit off, and he's dying. And oh he's like, my Tell god! Tell my wife! Tell my wife! I fucked your sister, and then just dies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That was stupid." I loved it. Like, yeah, this one was like, it it wanted to do a serious story, but it wanted to do it in it, a way that was like, I "Let's don't put know. these idiot characters in this bad situation." The only thing I think Taylor liked was because she picked up on him big time. She loves Joel McHale. Okay. She loves him. Like, yeah. she's like, I know he's supposed to be like an asshole, but I feel like he's secretly got a like a, a heart, heart of gold. gold. Yeah. And his like character is the asshole, you know? Yeah, for sure. Him and his tall, tall forehead. So she picked up on his voice immediately and loved him. And she was so upset when he died. <laughs> but uh, I mean, this one was fine. I do like the animation of this one. It 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 felt very like Adult Swim. Yeah, it did. To me, was kind of the vibe. Yeah, so I was like, I, I'm enjoying this, but like, there's several these that I've thought about a bunch since then, and this is not one of them. Okay, yeah, but I agree. I'm, this one was pretty yeah. flat, honestly. I'm gonna give it an eight. It was just a, a time. I mean, it was yeah. fine. I mean, I did like him just beating the shit out of that bear at the end, man. That was a lot. Bear, <laughs> honey badger, rather. It's a fucking bear. Well, it ended up they so they called it what the uh the bargast, which is Yeah. Uh I, I had to look up that word because I was like, that's gotta be something, right? And it's some kind of mythological creature from northern England or something. Well some crazy wolf looking thing. I hope it's not really a fucking robotic honey badger, because that would be intense. No. That would be intense. But yeah, I think you nailed it on the head. This one is summed up in uh, this is for the boys, especially for the one line <laughs> where he takes them to their to like his gun room and he goes this is where i come to jerk it oh my God. and taylor goes what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and i was like that's that's probably not a good idea guy you probably shouldn't do that probably not but whatever yeah that one's for the boys <laughs> now this next one swarm okay this next one yeah okay so this is fucking swarm dude again graphicness yeah, is the theme was, of the day. <laughs> truly, like Swarm didn't have a lot of violence, but when it started, it started. This one kind of got to me in a way that Starship Troopers does. So I'll tell you about that when we get to the end of it, I guess. Okay. But what'd you think of this one? I was kind of mad on this one. I'm like a, I'm like a seven. Okay. Like I still was all like, wow. But what? Like. Yeah, I think seven is fair. Because, like, it's so pretty and, like, it kind of had a good vibe at the start. But the ending is where I'm, like, you lost me. Yeah, same. Like, I'm not into it. So, like, I was intrigued, I guess, because it's, like, these two scientists and they're on, what, some kind of an alien planet and... They're in the swarm. I wanted more about the friendship between this dude and the alien he was studying before because they were, like, I'm going to miss speaking your language. I was, like, oh, yeah. they, they love each other. <laughs> I like this one because it, it was very three robots. It totally hits humanity right on the fucking head. Of yeah, course, for sure. we would want to come in and weaponize this thing. And I was like, that makes total yeah. fucking sense. Yup. But they didn't even want to like weaponize it, right? They wanted to just create 
they wanted to help humanity expand. So I thought it was kind of fucked up though. Can we talk about, <laughs> so it's what, these the two black scientists oh, okay. and they want to, well, the, the dude wants to enslave this race basically. And yeah. the woman calls him out on it. She's like, you want to make them slaves? And he's like, well, they won't be slaves. They'll just be doing their same normal jobs. But for us now, I'm like, Ugh. it felt weird. I don't yeah, know. it's very humanity. Like, yeah, I mean, he says, no, he, I mean, these may not, may not be for war technically, but they are to ensure that we are unopposed. Yeah. In extending our reach. I mean, it is a weapon. It is, we're taking them and making them a tool which is yeah very us consume all things that exist you know right because the cool thing about the the society that they have is that all it's it's broken out into castes kind of like most bug societies i guess yeah. like there's the the queen bee and then there's like the drones who bring her food or whatever there's like these little scuttle bugs that produce food for you scuttle and you knock bugs. on their head in a certain way <laughs> oh yeah and then they throw up on it and it tastes better when i was yeah. like How'd you find that out, lady? Like, yeah, I was like, that's You've been here gross. too long. <laughs> Imagine somebody comes up and like knocks on your forehead in a particular pattern and you just like <laughs> throw up a roast turkey for them. Tastes good, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yep. I made that. Yeah, I, it was a cool concept because of the whole cast thing. Like the, he wanted to utilize the warrior cast to actually protect humans and to utilize the food cast to create food for humans. Like enslave the whole you make him sound race. way more noble than i think he was intending it because he sounded <laughs> nefarious to me oh. like he did not discuss it in that way he was like no we need to be unopposed when we go out into the world yeah like we're gonna extend ourselves and this will ensure that and she's all like you bitch maybe i'm just looking at it from two capricorn a point of view <laughs> i mean i really think he had the wrong intentions to come to this place Probably so. I mean, he he wanted to enslave them. There's nothing yeah, really noble about that. Maybe I can crank us up to an eight. Okay. Maybe. Like, I haven't thought about it too much, but like, I know it got said, and I was just like, uh, this is a lot. I'm done with this one. So at the very end, we get the gruesome fucking part, dude. Where, yes. So basically, the swarm has learned what they've been doing because, I mean, it's not stupid. Yeah. It's it's adaptable and learns and evolves. And that's the interesting part. So whatever that big thing was at the end mm-hmm. didn't exist before they got there. It yeah. Even says, she like, was like, I'm only a few weeks old. Yeah. like I exist now in response to what you've been doing. Yeah. It's like I exist now physically, but I have always existed as a part of the minds of this hive. Yeah. Which I was like, that's fucking cool. Because it's so an evolutionary like, response to yeah. what the experiments were provoking. Yeah, like, this thing is so perfect, it will create a solution to anything that's happening around it all the fucking time. That's wild. Like, Yeah, I did think that was fascinating. Like, yeah. the genetic response of the hive was to create an entity that could kind of come out and say, you're not going to enslave us. Yeah. That, that was big. I yeah. think that was really big. I enjoyed that. It was very cool. And then it was like, oh, do you see this bug here? That's like eating on your vomit right now. Yeah, because this dude sees this horrible swarm. So can we, can we talk about the swarm for a second? <clears throat> so you mean what they did to her? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's my like Starship Troopers ick thing. Ugh. I love Starship Troopers and you know that. 
yeah but there's a part of that movie that like super icks me out like every fucking time i can't stand it there's the brain bug okay so there's this bug that wants to learn everything that we're doing so it sucks out your brains and gains your knowledge Ugh. right yuck <laughs> and it's just a giant fucking stinger that stabs you in the top of the head and then it just slurps uh. everything out dude <laughs> oh, gross. it's fucking nasty yeah that's all these tubes and things are just like in her brain and stuff yeah that was gross like yeah that's tendrils from this it was like a gigantic monster. I love the scale of it. It was huge. Yeah. And it had all those like tendrils into her brain. And it was, again, talking through her like it was a puppet. Yes. Like that is horrifying. <laughs> and then it like relinquished control for a bit so that she could yes. agonize and feel it and like scare him. Yes. That was fucked up. I was like, oh, God, it's sentient. It knows yeah, what this it's one's doing. fucking intense. Yeah. I mean, I guess I do like the one thing he does because she's all like, you're going to like stop doing shit, right? And she's like, do you accept my proposal? I accept your challenge. I was like, that's very human of us again still. Yeah, but he was... We're not going to listen to nobody. He's going to die 30 seconds after the show ended. Oh, yeah. Toast. <laughs> but there's the bug. It's eating the vomit, right? Yes. And she's all like, that creature is part of a race that used to travel the universe and take over other planets. This thing was like the top of the fucking food chain and then it messed with us and now it's eating your vomit yeah that shows their power you guys will be this one day too and i don't know if i sent you this tiktok but i just saw a tiktok about this kind of thing and it's been making me think about like legacy stuff like that hmm. did i send you the one where they were like in like a hundred million years yes what will be left of us that people will know that we existed yeah and it's nothing on earth I know. That fucked me up. I was like, it's, it's microplastics. Duh. It's, it's water bottles. That's what Taylor said. Yeah. She's like, plastic. But it's not. And he's like, nope. Steel won't even last. He's like, it's our fucking footprint on the moon. And then I want you to think about that right now because you're the alien lady that thinks they're going to come for, for us as pets and stuff. <laughs> if you happened upon the moon and you saw that thing, mm -hmm. what would you think about it? Would you just go like, I don't know what that is brush it aside would you even know to think of it as a footprint yeah i mean they don't, they don't have concept of feet what well, they yeah. don't know what a foot looks like it could be just like a thing made by a machine it could be yeah. a weird piece of space debris that popped off of it you don't you never really know so we say that that's the last thing of evidence for us which is true but nobody will even know what it's evidence of and that's even yeah. more crazy yeah so i saw that and it made me it did make me think about this one because like that one bug was literally top of the food chain and now it is just part of this thing. He's never even heard of it before. Yeah. Just some grimy alien that's eating his puke. Yeah. Like this one's like big. Yeah. I might take the bigness of... and go with an eight. Yeah. Now that we're talking about it, I like it better. <laughs> there was a I like the concept, season... but not it. Yes. The concept was very high. Um, there was a theme this season of just like, we are so much smaller than we know. Like earth yeah. is very insignificant. And I like stuff that digs into that thought because I like to feel small. Like we don't matter, <laughs> you know? Okay. Life feels so big when we're dipped in it. Like everything that happens to us feels so big. and so important and sometimes so bad. So life altering. But when you fucking take the camera back and you zoom out and you can see the grand scheme of things, the little 
day-to-day shit that happens to you and I feels like it starts to matter a lot less. Yeah. That's why I like the three robots thing so much, I think, is because they're just walking around taking a tour of Earth after humanity has died out. And it's going to happen to humanity one day. Oh, yeah. Don't know if it'll happen in our lifetime, even though it feels increasingly likely (laughs) every day that we live on this Earth. (laughs) But, yeah, I just like to think about that kind of shit. The eventuality of humanity. Well, then I think you will like thinking about the other one because it's that. But on the other side of the spectrum. (laughs) It's fucking rats. (laughs) Okay. Maybe my number two for this season. I (laughs) loved this one. Okay. It was okay. So Craig Ferguson is the Scottish dude. So I was like, point right there. Gotta love him. Very nice. I don't know. I just thought this one was still funny enough. It had, it didn't have the love. But it was very on the death and robot. And this is when I was like, this season is like trying to do the gore. Yes. Like this season, they were like, we have a budget for more gore. Like we have a couple extra thousand gallons of digital blood if you guys want to use those up. Because there's a scene in this one that was just so excessive, but it was (laughs) so funny. When he's bobbling that rat in the air with the gun. And then the one just open mouth <laughs> it's just staring at it watching it it's i horrible. fucking cracked it i thought it was so funny i oh love this one it was at this point i think i was like i'm starting to get too much gore from this season because so we followed kill team kill which was a lot of digital blood yep. with swarm which was like not a lot of blood but a lot of like until the just, end but it was like intense gore yeah and then you followed up with this episode. And I was like, I am done looking at blood for a little while. <laughs> I liked it. But this one also was cute. Like, I thought this was a cute one, man. Like, I liked this was, one a lot. Yeah, it was cute in the way that, like, the Red Wall books are cute. You know, you have these little furry guys fighting for their goddamn lives. So I was what intrigued by the concept for sure. I mean, I don't really know why it's happening because... Well, so I like the salesman, dude, because he's typical sleazy salesman. I and love he has that. a horrible ponytail. It was so I nasty. Know. But so he's all like, oh, I, I was afraid of this, like, evolutionary rat thing. That's been happening. So it's like, has it really? Can I, can I entertain the idea of this salesman, dude? Because he's just going to say whatever it takes you to buy his stuff. Yeah. So now I'm left to wonder, is it only happening on his farm or is it happening across the world? I don't fucking know. I mean, it must be happening in other places right he can't have developed this whole scorpion gun system for this one man i don't know well i don't know that we have sentient rats everywhere else i mean they're just building really big bad extermination stuff and whatever they're building it for must be less intense than these fucking rats because these rats take all the shit out yeah these rats are like they know what they're doing they started with those little fucking crossbows and they they built their society up pretty dang fast i mean this is very braveheart man yeah we'll never take our freedom put in little <laughs> rat squeaks you know but so it's this guy this farmer just trying to get rid of pests and then i feel like you're just giving it a ding because the cat got shot yeah i'm probably better about the poor cat because <laughs> <laughs> taylor killed. i paused it and rewound it because she got up to go somewhere and i was like i need you to watch this part <laughs> oh my god and she was like no and he was so sad for her. he was like her name was sarah her name was Susan, Robert. Oh, Susan, that's right. <laughs> and he buried her and had that cross in the garden. Oh, I was man. so sad. So 
he's just like doing all this stuff. They tear down the first set of things. So then he buys the weird scorpion robot thing that just goes in yeah. and mangles stuff. And then like, I don't know, the idea that like we're, you know, these intelligent, superior things supposedly, right? And he just like peeks in the, like his barn door and there's like a war happening. Like yes. there's a whole world inside his fucking barn, which is your small scale thing. Like he's... <laughs> He's, like, outside of this small in another world, and yet there's a whole fucking war, like, a whole society's war happening in his fucking barn. Yeah, the downfall of a, a rat society is happening just on the other side of that wall, and he knew nothing of it. So he goes in there, and, like, he sees this one, like, save a comrade, and he's like, these dudes are kind of cool. So he kills his scorpion robot thing, which I was like, good job. And they forgave yeah. him instantly. The guy's just like... <laughs> thumbs up and i was like i love that the little rat what a thumbs cute up. little rat man like, laying on the stretcher i knew you were gonna like that and then i just love that like they like made moonshine for him and he's like i mean <laughs> i guess i'll try it and, he, and then he goes into fucking business with these fucking rats it was yeah like it ended and i was like oh i like that one i like this one <laughs> it was pretty good it i was yeah, unexpected it was, just, it was unexpected i was turned off yeah. by the amount of gore but the story was very good the animation for this one was interesting, too. I feel like the season, they went heavy on, like, the realism 3D kind of animated yes. stuff. Yeah. So I I enjoy it when they take the 3D, but they put a little weird spin on it. Like, these rats almost looked claymation-ish. And yeah. the guy's eyes were all, I don't know, weird. So I will say this, though. <clears throat> He's buying all this stuff because every time the guy throws him a product, he just goes, how much? And then mm -hmm. you see him with the product, right? So yeah. you know it's too much. And he's sitting there at some point w with his boots on and his toe is poking out of this boot. This man doesn't have a lot of money. But he's spending a fuck ton of money. And I go, what is this man doing? He can't even have boots with a... His, his, his toe is poking out this boot and he's buying all these tech toys. And Taylor turns to me and like points to the TV and stuff and goes, I've seen your underwear. I know how guys <laughs> work. And I was like, I mean, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's too true. Yeah, we would much rather have the tech stuff than go buy a new pair of boots or whatever. So, you're a mess. That also made me laugh, which probably made this go up a point for me. I just like this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this one at an eight. Like it's just a good one. Yeah, I give it a seven. Yeah, it's a nice one. Then, see now I'm surprised because I really thought this was gonna be your favorite one. Invaulted halls entombed. Invaulted halls entombed. Okay, so this, this is, is a, this is the chittering one. Yeah. I did not like that. I thought this was a pretty cool episode, but I think the ending let me down. Okay. So it's another... They're really big on, like, army stuff, because we had yeah. army werewolves mm -hmm. way back in season one. We've had... We got a lot of space marines. Yeah. What's that one that ended in season one? Like, remember they fought like some giant monster and they were like Russians in the snow and stuff. Yeah. I think I it was. I barely even remember what that one's about. But same. It was not good. Another army one. Like they do a lot of army stuff in this. Yeah, definitely. But this one felt way more grounded. Like this one felt like it's just like US, probably like Iraq war style time frame, you know, there's right. really nothing technical here. It all felt like normal stuff. I mean, it felt normal until they got down into this cave. <laughs> yeah, but that's not their tech, though. That's just monsters. Yeah, that's you know some alien shit. 
Yeah. These fucking spiders have whole ass mouths for their bodies, dude. That grossed me right out the door. I was like, no thanks. That was gross. Like, so the spiders come out and they're robot spiders. And I was like, ooh, robot spiders. And then he picks it up and it's got like a whole skull on the underside. And it's shrieking at him. I was like, put that down. Okay. Why is every Jughead response, it's always stand in one place and fire at will. You are not going to hit 2,000 tiny things just by standing in place. You book it and throw an explosion. To me, that is like a wall of effectiveness while you make an escape. Instead, they just stand there and hope... Every fucking bullet will take out 15 at a time. I hate that <laughs> I shit. I, I hate it too. when they do that. It bothers me. Blah. But so Taylor called it too. She was all like, is that Rosita? And I was like, from Walking Dead? And she's like, yeah, it sure is. Oh, shit. I didn't even realize. Oh, yeah. Taylor picked up on it immediately. And I was like, why did you guess that so fast? I love her. Um. So, yeah, her... And, oh, dude, and this one too no this one too fucking gore because that one dude comes walking out like mangled and it's guts are dripping out the bottom yes that was so, so this gross and fucking rosita runs toward him like i could have saved him what were you gonna do i think these last five are just gore man yeah yeah this last half of the season they were like let's just amp up that blood yeah so they're just trying to make it out of this cave they're in now because they followed the enemy in here and now there's fucking robot spider shits and then yeah there's otherworldly moaning and otherworldly chanting coming mm-hmm. from this section so of course the guy goes in there because why the fuck don't you right <laughs> yeah honestly and then we meet cthulhu cthulhu <laughs> just hanging out down here in the cave and nobody fucked him good <laughs> like I thought you were going to be like way more about this one because I mean, like it's him. He's hanging out imprisoned. Yeah. I was really into this part. Like you get to see the big monster and he's like chained and he's like, let me go. And I, I don't know. So like there's, there's two Marines left at this point and they kind of look at each other and I think he doesn't want to let the thing go. And she does. I don't know. Opposite. Opposite. Yeah. So he's going to go let it go. Yeah, because, like, Cthulhu, like, beams angry... Gets into their brain. A- yeah. <laughs> angry vibes into the brain, and he just starts, yeah. like, I'll do it, and starts doing <laughs> it, and she's like, fucking no, like, we need to get out of here still, and then he tries to kill her, so she kills him violently and graphically. Yeah. And then she's just staring at it, and it just... I I love the, pretty much the whole last half of this episode just has release me being said in the background the whole fucking time yeah it's very cool i <laughs> loved that and it just keeps saying release me release me yeah and then, very intense and then it ends with her being possessed by him and leaving with him inside so is that what happened i i'm pretty sure i don't know i was i was weirded out by that so like she she like unloads her gun into the eye of Cthulhu, which I mean, what what do you think a little pea shooter is going to do to that man? I said they love to just stand there and just go, <laughs> this takes care of it. Yeah. And she even said earlier in the episode, she's like, I have this mag left. I'm probably going to save the last one for myself. And it was like, oh, she's that's how it's going to end. Yeah. But it doesn't. So she like fires all her bullets at Cthulhu here. And then 
it cuts to her like wandering around in the desert and her eyes are gouged out and her ears are ripped off. So I'm like, yeah. what the fuck happened? <laughs> I only think that because subtitles, it just says like alien language is what she's speaking or something. So yeah, she's like, like muttering oh, okay. alien. Like he's in her now. Like he's been okay. released via her and now she's walking him into the world or something. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure on that one because I was like. I don't know if she, because if she had like torn off her ears and gouged out her eyes so she couldn't be influenced by him and then walked oh. away, I was like, oh, but. That would be, int- uh, well, I like that more. Yeah, <laughs> I, right? I actually like that way more. So that's why I was confused. I was like, why is she all muttery then? If if she like, tr- maybe she tried to do that to escape him and still couldn't. Maybe he still got into her mind regardless. Yeah, because why would she know an alien language if she had done that and was successful you know yeah well fuck now i'm like thinking about it more because i don't know i guess i thought it was just like the side effect of him getting into her body but yeah like things are gouged out i think you're right she tried to 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 deny the release me voice yeah having to look at this monstrosity and yet he still weaseled in there and got released okay all right yeah, now that we're talking about it, I like the ending of this one better. This was, I mean, almost all of them. I was like, the season slaps. Like, fuck yeah, off. like there really wasn't a bad one in the barrel. As as rough Except as the ending was for the alien lady one, like well the the very pulse of the machine. Yeah, that one just sucks. Sorry. I mean, the art on it was very good, so that yeah, topped me up enough to to enjoy it. But yeah. So, uh, yeah. This one was very good. It was pretty good. Then get to the final one. Okay. <laughs> Jabaro. Jabaro. Okay. Do you want to open with a rating or can I open with my critique of this one real quick? I'm still reeling from this one. <laughs> I think that falls in with my critique. You ready? Okay. This is the most frantic episode yes. of all time chaotic manic like nothing moves normally in this whole no episode it feels like okay so the animation for this one was wildly realistic right i very much think this was like motion capture stuff for sure that's gotta be it because like even the the environment looked photorealistic like i i was trying to pick out like there was some pieces of it like the water you could kind of tell was animated yeah but otherwise like if someone had presented this to me and said that it was filmed in just a weird way or they had weird makeup on i would have believed it like her movements were good but her face was very animated for me yeah i think they animated their it wasn't right right they animated their faces in such a way that made you think that they're close enough to human but there's something wrong but like their faces were so good though because they were really good all right, so let's go through it, and then I'll tell you, because, like, I like this one, but I don't see the need for the frenzy. Like, okay. that's my thing. Like, the frenzy kind of, like, pulled at me a little bit, and I was like, you feel like you're trying to be something, like, just for the sake of being something? I feel like this would have mm. hit harder, toned down a little bit. I don't think so. Because, like, there were some parts where, like, I get the end. Well, so back to the faces. There's a part where, like, he's, like, right in the camera. Uh-huh. And he just does this weird facing where he's like, blah, and he sticks his tongue out all weird. Yeah. And I was like, that's very realistic looking, though. Like, what a weird face. Like, interesting. Right. But why? 
Like, I mean, I know why. Like, I know what happens in the show, but I, I don't know why it had to be so frenetic. The whole fucking thing, though. <laughs> I think that is what lent to the, the I mean, feel of the story. Yeah. I... I think this one would have been less successful if they had filmed it in just a regular way. Cause so the whole thing of it is like you start with this army and they're marching and the way that they cut between. So like the, the army is very cool because their horses are like draped in these gold coins and shit and everything is metal. They're all wearing this jewelry. It's all clanking together. And the sounds in this one are amped up so hard that like it is very grating to the ears. Everything is like high pitched and cacophonous and very, It feels like how sound feels during a panic attack. Like it's just very aggressive. Okay. And when it flips over into the guy who's deaf, everything really fades away. You just get that kind of like tonight is ringing very subtly. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. So when we meet the, the Jabaro lady, I don't know. What is she? I mean, she's a siren. That's okay. That's all I can say about it. Like, I don't know yeah. if she's supposed to be like a certain siren of, like a I land or if, a time like i wonder if jabaro is a thing if there's if that's like an existing creature in well jabaro is a word used in puerto rico oh so jabaro is the guy oh Jabaro's the name of this man okay huh so she has nothing to her name she is just a siren just a siren all right okay. yeah um she's terrifying man oh like fuck yeah i am absolute <laughs> like i even told taylor I was like i will not be okay after this one yeah like i don't want to turn the lights off i she's very scary the yeah. just the look of her is so fucking cool though the way that she's like fully draped in those beads and shit and her lips are like covered in these coins it's so it's getting like ruby sequins or some wild shit. Yeah. Like she's bedecked in jewelry and shinies. She gave me like lady in white vibes. Ooh. Okay. Which is why I was like, <laughs> I don't like her. You are too <laughs> in my business. Like while I'm at a campfire or sleep, like back <laughs> up. Like yeah, you. for sure. Yeah. She scared me. She fucked me right up. Um, But like watching her do her dance movements i think that those would not have read as spooky if they were played in like a normal cadence yeah when they're like 1.7 times fast forwarded or whatever it is it just reads that much more terrifying so she's like jerking around in this horrible way that makes a lot of sense so this is directed by a certain dude uh-huh uh his first thing that he did for love death and robots because is not his first thing Oh, he did episode three of season one, The Witness, where they see each other. I was other. gonna guess that one. <laughs> yep. So he did that one. So this, yeah, this correlates with that vibe for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. So I just the way that this one plays out is so haunting and yeah weird, and I I felt like I wasn't following it, but there's also not that much to follow. Like so they. The siren can't get to the deaf guy because she relies on her voice to what enchant the soldiers and then yeah. make them turn into fucking horrible... spinning tops. Yeah. <laughs> she's just this crazy <laughs> shriek. And then they all just start doing flips and shit and killing each other. And, uh, 
diving into that really cool lake, which yeah. I loved the effects of the lake with the blood and stuff. Okay. That was really cool. So the the like high up image of the lake. Yes. What what shape did you get from that? Oh, I don't know. I I didn't pay attention to the shape. I thought it looked like a human heart. Ooh, cool. Like it looked it, you know, cuz you know, our heart isn't heart-shaped, you know, like that right. shit, but it's all oblong and whatever it looks like. That's how the lake looked to me. And then when the okay. blood pumps in it later, I was like, oh, that makes sense. I don't know what this means, but I like it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. I don't know, man. This is just yeah. a crazy episode. Like, it's it's frenzied and violent. and I really thought you'd love this one. I did do. I, this is one of, probably my second favorite one. Did you watch... I know you probably didn't. Did you ever see Maleficent? With Angelina no. Jolie. Mm-mm. This reminded me of a scene from that pretty hard. So Maleficent has wings. Mm-hmm. And she dates this dude, like this human dude from the castle. And to become king, he has to like get her wings. And they like oh, fuck. literally fall in love. And like life is beautiful. But he still chooses to fuck her over in the night. Uh, and terrible. he steals her wings and then takes them home and becomes king, right? And when she wakes up to her wings being gone, it's, I mean, you know, like being violated, like the screams and sobs that Angelina does in that scene were very much like this because in this thing, yeah, he realizes that she's got gold scales Yes, because they like stab him, which I was like, that's got to fucking hurt. Yeah, so like they go for a kiss or whatever, which I'm Ooh. like, why would why would you do that? Because she's so terrifying. And well, her, she, his mouth she kissed him, man. Okay. Uh, yeah. She became like infatuated with him because he yeah, was so different was, than anything. Right. She was fascinated because she couldn't kill him. She was like, how are you resisting my voice? And yeah, so they, they end up like kissing and stuff. And then he starts like peeling all of the jewelry and stuff off of her. Yeah. Which was not good he like headbutts her in the face fucking knocks her out i was like this is violent yeah so it's not like clothing it is her i mean like yeah like the gold flakes are scales like she has a scaly body but her scale like her fish scales are gold yeah so he scales her he fucking skins her Ugh. And then rips everything off and then leaves with all the stuff. And there's that scene where, like, she wakes up with all of it gone, ex- except for, like, one, like, strand of beads somewhere. Uh-huh. And you got to imagine, like, you've been skinned alive, basically. Yeah. And the fucking whales that she does, dude. Fuck. It's horrible. Sent me, man. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> and it, I mean, you haven't seen, but it felt very like that maleficent moment i mean those those whales are like haunting it's so amazing yeah. there's something to be said there because he is like a soldier in a foreign land by the looks of it yes. and he comes in destroys this woman takes everything that she's made of and everything that makes her valuable which in a lot of cultures is your sexuality unfortunately um so there was a lot of that vibe happening too this one's like because i mean he's a he's a conquistador yeah. And they came over to steal gold from America and stuff. So, I mean, he's yeah. still doing it, but now it's, like, tied to this lady. So, she's, yeah. like, the embodiment of all the people of this land and all that shit. Like, this one is layered. It's got like, a lot of themes. this one's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, at some point... 
Oh, right. So she bleeds out into the lake. Yeah. And then this guy's like, I'm thirsty and goes in for a sip. And then like, it's just drinking her blood, which was, it really made me sick. Like, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of blood in this one, but like the whole lake becoming her blood and him just drinking on it. I was like, that's horrible. Yeah. But in doing that, it cures his deafness and like grants him hearing. And <sighs> that at that point, the siren wild for me, man. Well, yeah. Cause, like he, he, he doesn't get it. So he tries to like beat it out of his own head and stuff like hearing yeah. noises. I don't That's think, up. yeah, like, he doesn't even know what it is. Like, he's not even happy. No. He doesn't even understand what's happening. Yeah, because he's hearing all the horrible sounds that his armor is making that we heard in the beginning of this episode. Like, just the, the clashing noises yeah. of metal and the shrill birds in the forest and the bugs. Like, they make sound in this episode sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, in a good way, though. Oh, like, dude. intentionally aggressive yeah, sound. Her screeches, they warble and, like, reverberate. Like, they do so much auditory shit. Like, they aren't just a scream. They are yeah. when she's crying. But when she, like, attacks the people and, like, calls to him and stuff, they they play all kinds of tricks with that voice, man. And it is... Yeah. It's scary. Like, it's terrifying. And they they even mirror it like visually it's like shit yeah. happens with the the camera the distortion is happening on the screen as it's happening in your ears yeah and it just doubles the effect like i felt i felt like i had taken something after watching this one <laughs> this one was was a lot yeah and it's Don't 17 watch this minutes one altered. Like, yeah. yeah it's oh, a long no. episode good lord i would <laughs> i would come out with my eyes gouged out and my ears cut off if i had watched <laughs> this one like that yeah but there's a reason that i think this one keeps getting used for like title cards and stuff yeah this one is definitely like the face of the series this time around this is a good last episode like this is a good finale this is worthy yes. of a fucking love death and robots finale for sure yeah i was like glad they put this one at the finale because oh, one yeah. it's exhausting like after i watched this one i was like i <laughs> can't look at done. another thing <laughs> i'm ready to go to bed i want to sleep yeah man it it was a lot um but yeah so in the end he gets his hearing back and then she's like oh i can kill you now and she does <laughs> good yeah i uh, watching him sink to the bottom of that lake with all those other corpses was magnificent yeah. you just yeah. see all these skeletons of all of the people that have come before him and you're like wow she's powerful i want to know what her deal is because like but i mean that's what sirens do they just call people to their deaths that's that's the whole yeah thing of sirens that's what they do right and i always thought sirens were like exclusively an ocean thing but she's just like hanging out in a lake <laughs> yeah she's just in a lake having a good time a screaming good time uh, i'm trying to see if they really do anything all it says is that uh sirens you know call on people with their alluring voices this voice was not alluring no very terrifying uh but yeah that one's solid that's that's a great finale Love yeah. this one. Um, okay, so I have a question for you, though. Okay. Every single season, you get love, you get death, you get robots. Okay. This season, we absolutely had a lot of death, and we had a, a fair amount of robots. <sighs> okay. But I'm going to phrase it to you as the Black Eyed Peas, so smartly said, where is the love? Well, this one was the love, for sure. Yeah, this Jabara one had, like... was the love, but we just didn't linger in it. 
yeah like I, can you call it love i don't know it was so i think well dude she like snuggled him all night like she like she did came yeah. to him like she she was about him she was intrigued by him she i think she was entranced and loved him yeah and then she got fucking burned for it you know Ugh. and you know what Mason's rats, dude. They in love Mason now. Love those rats yeah, the they're end. fucking making the moonshines together now. It's perfect. And that couple in the graveyard, they made love. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I guess. Yeah, like, you're right. There is no like love in this one. I felt shorted on the love stick. Yeah, because like we didn't get like I said the the, the fox, fox lady, lady. one. That's yeah. Oh, uh, love that. I one, wanted dude. the love. I I feel like the season was sorely lacking in love. I hope that we'll get more love in the next one. I agree. This one was very heavy on death and robots. Yeah, for sure. And maybe not even so much the robots. It was more just, just death. a lot of death. <laughs> they were like, let's go into that theme in particular this year. Bad traveling is a is an organic death, right? The crab. Uh huh. Swarm is an organic death. Mason's rats. I mean, it's got the robot thing in it, but then the vaulted halls entombed organic. We had a lot more like organic evil threats this time. We did, yeah. I wonder what that says about us as a society. Like what we find fearsome, you know? Yeah. I mean, why why do we fear the organic death this time around? I mean, that crab dude is nasty. <laughs> he nasty. Him gross. I mean, well, really, when you look at all the things that we brought up, it's like bugs or things that expand exponentially. Yeah. I mean, you know, that crab had like 500 babies and then the swarm the has zombies. like so much. Yeah, like. It's all about things that can like swarm and mass oh, take God. over kind of thing. The season's about COVID, isn't it? Kind of. Ugh. Or organic threat that just keeps spreading and spreading. Yeah. I mean, that's what this whole... Yeah. Kind of. That sucks. I think we <laughs> nailed it on the head with that one. I... Have you heard... What? The good Have news. I heard, uh, that there's eight more seasons. There is a season four officially announced. Okay. Um, their announcement is very cute. It's volume F star star star. So ah, okay, that's vo- funny. Volume four, but volume fuck. I love that. Um, it's pretty good. Well, when's that coming out? Because when we did season two, this dropped like the next fucking day. So <laughs> I know we we're so bad at reviewing these timely. Um, we they come out every May, I believe. So next May we should okay perhaps see the next one. I could be down for that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Love, Death, and Robots season three, absolutely perfect yet again. Yeah, the show they just is, keep hitting. Yeah, that this is the thing that makes me want to keep Netflix. Like, I love yes. this show. It it can't be topped. Like, we love an anthology. There is a reason we love an anthology because they Love, Death, and Robots specifically. They keep it fucking fresh. Like you never know yeah, what's going to come at you the next episode. You don't know if you're going to get a mini Night of the Living Dead. You don't know if you're going to get a fucking sea siren coming at you with all the force and theory of woman hell. Yeah, I it's, it is. This was a really, really solid season. This was a pretty varied and season. It was like we had a few Space Marines, but we had some good themes that were. They were all different in their own way. Yeah. Next season, I do want to see a greater variety in the animation because I feel like they're leaning more heavily toward like everything looks like Mass Effect. 
I want, I want more 2D stuff. That's, that's what I want. Yes. Because I would love to see some more 2D stuff. Yeah. The standout one that we both kept, the only one that we praised the animation for time and time again was the one 2D one. Yeah. The one that we didn't like the story even in. Yeah. But it was so pretty. Like it looks so good. <laughs> Cause I'm uh. looking at a uh, season two now and it's all like CG stuff too, except for one. And it's the one that I wanted to love. And it, and it was the worst one again, the ice one. Yeah. Like, they screw up the 2D stuff every they time. They do. Because Zima Blue was also 2D. That's the one I wanted to love. And it sucked. It's still a great show. I There's very few shows that you know that I love in this way. I love this show. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I will continue to watch this one. You nailed it hard when you made me watch it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep watching this one year after year after year. Like, they have my heart. Oh, for sure. And with that... You ready to submit to Space Cthulhu? No, uh, no. We need to go try to find some love. Too yeah. much death. And, much still, death. and still not enough robot. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Mic check, mic check, voice check. Yeah, what you need to get fuck? that voice check, though. <laughs>